Hey, what's going on, guys? I'm Wyatt Madison, and welcome to the first episode of Analyzing the Awakening. Today, I'm going to be joined by my two friends, Lillian Dong and Miranda Luce. Good morning, Wyatt, Miranda. My name is Lillian, and I'm here to analyze the Awakening with you guys today. Good morning. My name is Miranda Luce, and I'm also here to analyze the Awakening with my friends Wyatt and Lillian. They are correct. We are going to be analyzing the Awakening while trying to answer some underlying questions about the main character, Edna, and if she truly wanted freedom. And did Edna gain her freedom by the end of the story? All right. Lillian, do you want to start us off with the topic? What are your opinions on the topic? All right. So um, today we're going to debate about is freedom and independence what did Edna truly want, right? Freedom or Robert? In my opinion, I think the problem is that Edna wanted both. Edna, uh, the main theme of the book is, of course, about Edna's awakening, her desire for independence, for freedom, and for self-determination. Yet Anna could not move on from the past, from an infatuation with Robert, and from her love of her children and her financial dependence on Leon's as well. Now, this is symbolized by the bird with a broken wing at the end of the book. The bird struggled to fly to the ocean, just like Anna sh- uh, struggled to fly to her freedom. Interesting. Okay, I see your, I see your point, Lillian. So my question for you, Lillian, is... Do you believe that she wanted freedom or do you believe that she wanted Robert? I think the problem with Anna that caused her, um, you know, eventual tragic downfall was that she wanted both. The main theme of the book is, of course, about Anna's awakening, her desire for independence, freedom and self-determination. Yet Anna could not move on from the past, from infatuation with Robert and later Aravon, from her love of her children and her financial dependence on Leon's as well. Miranda, what, what, what's your opinion on the topic? I believe that Edna found her sense of freedom and independence with Robert because she wasn't just with him for lust or for greed because she just wanted to have that attention from Robert. And just to talk about a sin in this sense, um, gluttony, for example, how she was gluttonous for attention Specifically in chapter 4, Chopin, page 12, if her husband did not adore her, he was a brute deserving of death by slow torture. So also connecting to Leonce, if she didn't get attention from him, uh, it was a sense of her gluttony for attention. I see. Okay. I really really like how you related that back to the seven deadly sins. That, that, That was a great call. Great call. We're going to take a break here and thank our sponsor, Grand Isle Travel Agency. Uh, who's offering a trip to Grand Isle in the Gulf of Mexico, where the lovely ocean is to die for. Takes your breath away. Use our promo code 1850SHOPON for 50% off your first purchase. All right, jumping right back into it, I wanted to give my opinion on uh, part of the book. Lillian mentioned this earlier, and I wanted to come back to it. At the end of the book, uh, when Edna eventually does swim out into the ocean and kills herself, um, it... When I was reading it, it, it reminded me, now this may be a stretch, it reminded me of the Bible. And um, the, the, way I, the way I perceived it was when Edna uh, was fully naked, uh, right before she went off into the sea. Um, she was fully naked, and this was the moment. This was the moment the entire book was leading up to, the awakening, her awakening. And I feel like, I feel like that, that, that kind of uh, speaks back to the Bible in Genesis um, and kind of relates to Eve where after she ate the, the fruit, the forbidden fruit, she was, a, she was awoke. She, she realized that she was naked and she was able to perceive the world 
fully around her, which is what Edna was doing. And, and, and after Edna realized what, you know, the world was around her, she just simply couldn't live in it. And I think, I, I think that's, I think that's some intertextuality that um, Kate Chopin put in there purposely. And that's just something I personally caught on to. Also connecting to the end of the novel, um, there's a hidden foreshadowing in this sense when Madame Rees played the piano in chapter nine for Edna, there is a hidden foreshadowing in her song choice. More specifically, the song Zampa is about a pirate who can never die, but is then dragged into the sea by a statue of a woman, which leads to his tragic end. After completing the awakening, the song Zampa foreshadows Edna's drowning in the Gulf of Mexico. I really like that example, Miranda. And I, and I feel, to elaborate on that, I feel like the pirate in this sense um, is Edna, who can never die. Um, and the statue of the woman is Robert. And after Edna realizes that, you know, Robert has, you know, left, she is drug out by, to, to see by his, um, you know, the, the realization that she can never have him. So that, that was a great catch. Good job on that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just adding on to both of you guys' point, I think it is really satisfying ending because the sea is a motif that symbolizes freedom. And it was at first Anna's awakening that she swam in the sea. Uh, it was her first awakening. And then at the end, her true, her true and complete awakening, she died by the sea. I feel like that's really completed a circle. All right, guys, I think that's going to do it for this episode. Um, Join us back next week where we will be analyzing some of the other characters in The Awakening. Really appreciate you guys listening. Uh, Make sure to check out that sponsor, uh, Grand Isle Travel Agency, and we will see you guys next week. Mm